Welcome to Redefining Success, the Kingdom Builder Spotlight. I'm your host, Eric L. Dunavant, the Mindset Disruption Strategist and President and CEO of Paradigm. My teams and I redefine success for purpose-driven families and businesses by challenging social norms and balancing family and finance to build kingdom impact and generational prosperity. I believe that there are families and businesses that have learned to give a new definition to the word success from a kingdom perspective. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the next 20 to 30 minutes where we take traditional thinking and turn it upside down. This is Eric L. Dunavant, the Mindset Disruption Strategist. Welcome to another episode of Redefining Success, the Kingdom Builder Spotlight. And joining me today is Barry Edwards. And he didn't tell me this, but listening to his story of what I know so far, this man is a serial entrepreneur um, who got and an athlete that God has taken on an incredible journey. And you're going to want to just listen in today. He's a partner in today in Premier Event Management. Um, and an investor. I think we're going to get more into what that looks like. But Barry, thank you so much for joining me for the show today. Oh, it's great to be here, Eric. It's a pleasure. Yeah. So you, you've listened, you've said you've listened to some of my shows before, so you know what's coming. It's a Saturday afternoon. I've got the barbecue grill fired up. I've invited all my friends over and my listeners are my friends. Would you please introduce yourself to my friends? Absolutely. Great to meet everyone. Glad you're here. And um, uh, first of all, a proud husband of amazing Susie Edwards and two boys. Uh, oh, and married 35 years, by the way. Congrats. That's a, that's a big deal nowadays. Yes. <laughs> and uh, I have two boys, Paul and Cody, 29 and 25 year olds, both married um, in the last two years. That's exciting. Right. Yeah. And we had our first grandbaby, baby girl, baby Reagan. Oh, a month ago. And so that's really exciting. My wife's over the moon about that. I bet. And I mean, the only bad thing is they live in Charlotte, North Carolina. Oh. And we're, uh, I'm, I'm born and raised in New Orleans. Yeah. And um, best food city in the world. It is. So, <laughs> and so they live in Charlotte. So our grandbaby's in Charlotte. So that's the only challenge. But yeah, so that's the, um, that's the family update. And and I have a big hobby of doing triathlons, these Ironman races. And so that's what I do in my spare time. It's a blast. I love it. And it's a it's a journey. It's very mm. exciting. And uh, and then on my spare, spare time, I, I conduct business. I'm involved <laughs> with some businesses and and uh, started and, and sold several over the years. We can get into that later. But yeah. it's, uh, it's been a fun journey. Well, I'm excited to dig into it and hear more about your story. What, Barry, what are you passionate about today? Man, today I am passionate about my faith, my family, my fitness, mm. and finances. I can give you four Fs. <laughs> you know, four of my favorites. <laughs> what, so, so when you look at that, you talked about the Ironmans. How are you getting to live out those passions right now? Wow, it's it's amazing. So 
with the uh, that's the the fitness part of uh my passion yeah and that um well kind of go actually it goes back i have to kind of rewind a little bit it goes back to i lost my mom to cancer when i was five years old mm. and uh that impacted me greatly to say the least and and then um i realized the power of health or the lack of health yeah. uh, at the time it was it was breast cancer it spread quickly and and so it's uh it's really an amazing story. Um, actually, I'll digress on that for a second because yeah, she actually she had cancer while she was pregnant with me, and she found out during the pregnancy, and she decided to forego treatment at the time. And the the doctor actually told her, "Well, I recommend that you save your life and start the treatment. You know, have an abortion now, and mm. and that's the best way to." guarantee your health and longevity and you know she decided not to do that uh thankfully so i'm here because of that decision and it's so that having the, so she sacrificed her life to give me life yeah and so it's it's really a powerful thing so ever since i was little uh health and fitness has always just kind of been like in the back of my mind of you know, I want to live a, a full life and not have something take my life early because me and my siblings, I had uh, three siblings and, it, you know, it was difficult to live without a mom. Mm -hmm. And so that kind of got me into the fitness journey. Um, you know, fast forwarding to now, I got involved with, you know, I played high school football and, and things like that. And I was always interested in it. And one day I went to my friend's uh, birthday party at his house. And I saw a picture of him swimming, biking and running on the wall. I was like, what is that? And he said, that's a triathlon. I was like, what's a triathlon? Yeah. <laughs> and he told me about it. And I was like, well, that sounds fun. And so, <laughs> so I started training. I bought a bike. And, uh, you know, I didn't, I grew up swimming, like, you know, playing in the pool, no, no swim lessons. Sure. And, you know, I ran it in football, of course, like 40 yard dash, like coach told us to do. And so, um, man, I fell in love with this sport of mm. triathlon. And man, I really love all three. People ask, you know, what are you best at? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm best. My strength is that I'm good at all three. Mm. So I really love that. And so I do about, gosh, about five of these um, 70.3 mile Ironman races every year. I did about six full Ironman distances, like the 140 mile distances. And um, very blessed to have qualified for two world championships in Kona, Hawaii. Wow. And went to those. And then, but now it takes a lot of time to train for that full. So now I'm training for the 70.3s and I do about five of those a year. And again, blessed to have uh, qualified for eight world championships of the 70.3 Ironman uh, distances. And uh, in a week and a half, I'll be in St. George, Utah, doing my, my eighth one uh, up there. So that's, it's very exciting. Uh, I love that hobby and it's just, it's a, it's a passion and it's healthy, keeps you fit. Yeah. And, and the other good, the last good thing about it, I can, I can eat almost anything I want. <laughs> <laughs> that is that sometimes that's the blessing, you know, you get to find that. Yeah. Yeah. I can, I can go to any of the amazing New Orleans restaurants and like order whatever I want and dessert too. Cause I'm burning <laughs> the calories the next morning. That's for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Barry, what, what do you, since the theme of the show is redefining success, let's stay on the fitness for just a minute. What is the one, what is one of the biggest lessons maybe about success that maybe you thought you'd find inside of the Ironmans that got redefined for you along the way? Oh man, that's a great question, Eric. 
So yeah, I thought <laughs> I thought it was all about me. <laughs> I about I thought it was about winning, success, achievement, being on the podium, mm. and you know that's just that's I guess my your greatest strength can be your greatest weakness, right? And my my drive and determination and persistence and, and discipline can drive me to to try to win at all costs. You know, not mm. at all costs, but you know, pretty much, you know, high costs, I should mm -hmm. say. And so, you know, I thought that it was all about that achievement and the accomplishment of being first in your age group. Because in, in Ironman, obviously, they have, you know, from 15 to 80-year-olds do it. So you can't, you know, 80-year-old can't compete with the 20-year-olds. So they break it down into um, age group categories. Mm -hmm. So you compete in your age group. And I've been blessed to have, you know, achieved like maybe 10 first place in age group and maybe about, you know, eight second place and on and on and on. And so the goal used to be, hey, I'm here to win. <laughs> but, you know, over the years, I had an amazing thing happen in, in, in this fitness journey. Of, uh, I, we can talk about this stuff later. But yeah. the, what happened was um, I, it was taken away from me. Actually, uh, I broke my leg snow skiing. That's a whole. So I have a lot of stories of overcoming difficulty. <laughs> uh, I broke my leg snow skiing, and um, man, I, I shattered my um, tibula and fibula in between your wow. knee and your ankle, and yeah. it was hinged, it hinged like this, you know, where it's not supposed to hinge. Right. And so they had to put a tight emergency titanium rod in there with these three giant screws about this long, and I was like, oh my gosh, you know, while I'm, I'm running years are over and it was a huge uh, recovery you know about a year to recover from that and so um, again long story short on that was uh, I wasn't able to I was actually out it took me out of the sport for about three and a half years and it's you know something that you're good at and something you love when you lose it it's you know it's a mm. it's very disappointing sure so it was I realized at that time, wow, was this became becoming too much of a priority to me? Maybe mm. I was putting it too high in my life. Like I did that in business, which yep. more to come on that later. But if you put something too high on a pedestal or an idol, or prioritize it too much, sometimes your priorities uh, get out of balance yeah. and I had to reshuffle that. And so it was almost like God's way of realigning my priorities, mm. making sure like, what are you doing that for? Are you doing that for you, you know, or is this mm. just a hobby? And so I realized that, you know, wow, maybe I did have it too far up there. And so it shifted my thinking. So I redefined my success definition for my fitness. And then it became, um, we, I mentioned faith earlier. One of my things I'm passionate about is faith. You know, I realized that, wow, you know, God has given me a platform to use this to be a great example uh, for, for God, for bringing glory to God mm -hmm. and to recognizing him, giving him the glory and the honor for, for my health, my fitness, for giving me the strength, the motiv motivation, the discipline, the determination to achieve these uh, great accomplishments. So then I just I changed my mindset. It's like, I am so thankful. So Eric, every time I'm telling you, 100% of the time that I run and uh, or do a workout, I immediately say, thank you, God, for this opportunity mm. 
to to run today to to have the health to be here with you to like kind of it's like kind of going in the backyard and throwing the baseball with your dad you're just hanging out with your dad yeah I, man he opened my eyes like you know when i spend time just like in fitness just like it's just me and god you know no uh, i don't even do music anymore it's just uh quality time kind of like with your dad hanging out throwing the ball in the backyard and it, it became this intimate time with with god and so it changed my definition of that. And now it's like, hey, I'm hanging out with God, doing mm. something that I love, that he He gives me the gift and talent to be able to do. And man, now I'm in at peace. Whenever I do an event or I do training, I'm, I'm relaxed, I'm at peace, you know, I'm laughing. I'm, you know, I'm, before the race, you know, people are very nervous, you're biting their fingernails. Like, yeah, it's a, it's a big event, you know, it, it's, it could be you know, five, six, seven, eight hours to do the 70.3 miler and to do the 140 miler, it's, you know, from, from 10 to 17 hours. Yeah. People are nervous. So I take the opportunity. I look around before the swim start and I'm like, um, anyone want to pray before we start <laughs> protection and safety? And I'm always get some a hundred percent of the time. People say, sure. <laughs> so I, I gather up a group and I, I pray yeah. for the people around me. So my hobby has become uh, like a ministry. I can outreach yeah. to encourage the people around me and the athletes that I train with locally and the, the ones that I meet on the road because I travel a lot for these events. And so it's become an incredible ministry opportunity to, to be a light mm. and to, to sh share my joy and passion with other people. And so it's been a, an amazing process. Barry, I want to... We're going to see where God takes this, um, but I'm just, you fascinated me with one little comment, which is this idea of as you're working out, as you're running, as you're training, that you don't listen to anything. You've just got this time with God. And I think that this is, this is one of the things I want to dig a little bit more into because as business owners, as people of success, I think one of the things that I find most people do is they look for areas of distraction, especially when you're in the middle of pain or the <laughs> suffering that's happening inside. It's, it could be a good workout, but it's still painful. But I've met a lot of men and I talk about my own journey. This is your story, not mine. But that a lot of times these workouts are incredible times of worship if you'll allow them to be. So I'd love for you to dig Absolutely. more into that because that's not a lot that I've ever had a guest talk about, but sure. so powerful what you're saying. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we can talk a lot about finances and money. And um, but with that, this is a great point because it you said the exact word. This has become a time of worship. Mm. uh for for me and god in this i, I call it intimate time mm -hmm. and it's just a quality time that i get where i tune everything out and i used to listen to music or uh, even a podcast like eric interviewing people yeah and, um but you know i've i made it more of my one-on-one -on -one time uninterrupted time with him and like my, my prayer time and a worship time and a lot of times i'll have like a um a song in my head, like one of my favorite songs that that I like, um, like a, a worship song. And, and so I'll I'll have that singing it in my head. And it's just a great, peaceful, quality time. You know, if I'm doing like a like an extremely hard workout, like bridge repeats uh on a um intervals, yeah, I'm allowed, you know, I'm I'm thinking about doing the interval at that moment. <laughs> <laughs> but if it's a, a, a you know, once a week I do a long aerobic run. And where you can kind of your mind can really focus on other things, and are the warm up or the cool down, 
And, um, you know, that'll be my time of worship with him. And it's strengthened me. Mm. It's actually reinvigorated me. You know, there's a lot of scientific studies about the endorphins and dopamine and all that that you develop from from exercise. But there's also the spiritual recharging, you know, uh, electric vehicles are a big thing now, right? So it's kind of like plugging up your battery and recharging yourself spiritually, mentally, physically, because all the studies show, of course, how it helps you physically, you know, some uh, like, you know, exercising, you know, four or five times a week. And it's so it does that for me spiritually. Mm-hmm. And it just gives me that great quality time. It reminds me of why I'm here and what I'm doing it for. And then again, that flashback of, gosh, you know, I could, my, my mom was 47 when she um, died mm-hmm. of cancer. And so I thought, you know, um, I'm not promised tomorrow. Yeah. I can't take anything for granted. I have to make each day my masterpiece. And so I'm going to just enjoy this day and not get overwhelmed. And, you know, because I was, I'm a, I'm a recovering, recovering workaholic. Because, <laughs> uh, you know, made a lot of money, lost a lot of money over those years, those journeys. But I realized that, you know, that's, I'm not going to take that with me. Yeah. But my relationship with God, you know, is eternal. And so that's why it's important to me. And I can get that through my time of fitness. And it forces me to have that quality time with him. Mm. I don't know if you've experienced this or not. A group of friend of mine, friends of mine, we call it spiritual warfare protocol mm. and what we will do. So you were talking about like the intervals, like if there's people we're praying for, we'll dedicate each interval to wow. a specific prayer request. So as you're going through that, like the spiritual warfare of doing that have you ever done things like that along the no, way as well oh, that's, a, oh, that's a great idea i haven't i've never dissected my intervals dedicated to one particular thing and that, that's a great idea you could be you know praying against this or uh, for that or for this person or for that person or for you could that's a great idea i love that idea or i've had like i mean again you you're doing these bigger things that most i've ever done is a half marathon but i remember one i was just really struggling and so it was just like a prayer time of each mile. Like this mile is dedicated to this specific prayer yeah. request. That- That's a great way to look at it. So to, to encourage people like, yeah, just the the, the baby steps, you know, because some Absolutely. people don't do anything for fitness right now. And again, it's important to me because of, um, and then later on in life, I, I lost my dad to uh, prostate oh. cancer. And um, and so it's it, it makes me realize that, hey, we get, we do have to take some time there is the, even the Bible says there's some benefit in physical training. Yes. But the Bible says that, you know, uh, the apostle Paul says that there, there is some benefit for some physical training and we should probably do that. Uh, and so I, I decided to do that a little bit every day. And so it can be a time of, you can do two things at once. And <laughs> Amen. You, I, I like that. So it's just baby steps. People are just getting started that don't do any kind of fitness right now. And you do it as unto the Lord and yeah, taking a one mile or even, uh, this one minute. Okay, I'm gonna take one minute. Yes. And I'm gonna pray for this child. Okay, then I take the next minute. And I'm gonna pray for this child. And the next minute, I'm gonna pray for this business friend. The next minute. Yeah, I like dissecting it like that. That's a great idea. Great way to do that. Well, let me ask you this question then. And I'm gonna stay on fitness. We may run out of time. I'm sorry, but this is the first time I've had anybody that could really resonate with this. So I'm enjoying this conversation from a fitness standpoint and creating workouts where you're using it as a worship time. I'm going to imagine this is true, but I'm going to make you state it. I find that there are many times God speaks to me in those moments. 
Yeah. I would love for you to maybe talk about, have there been some moments of where like in business, you were looking for breakthrough or ideas, yes. but it came in your worship time of your workout. Yeah, that's, that's another great question. And yes, I have got some wisdom from God during, a, you know, sometimes I'll, I live close to a golf course over here and uh, we live on, uh, on the, on the bayou. Yeah. Uh, and so real, real close to city park. So um, either, I can go early or I can go late. Like in, in the winter, you know, it gets dark at five o'clock, so no one's golfing. So I can hit the golf, uh, hit the golf course right around five o'clock, sun setting, and I can just run out there. I can run the course, and um, and it's just, boy, it's so peaceful. It's beautiful. And I'm thanking God, and then I start asking Him, like He said, like God, you know, I'm looking for some ideas on this. I'm looking for some inspiration in this particular area of my business, and I need some help. I need some help help in this area. And then I'll just listen. Mm. So I shut up. I quit talking. You know, that's why God gave us two ears and one mouth. And listen twice as much as we talk. And so I'll, I'll listen. It's like, hmm, okay. And I'm, so I'm trying to listen to the to, to God speak to me about uh, some ideas that I can yeah. implement. And he's done that, you know, many times. And like, you know, what about this? And what about that? Have you thought about this? Have you tried that? Like, oh, that's a great idea. Oh, that's a great idea. And so, yes, absolutely, that has happened many times. And that's the benefit. And again, I love I love music. I'm actually a musician, um, you know, played music since I was in the fourth grade and trumpet, French horn, bass, guitar. And, and um, but as much as I love music, it's a great time to, to listen. Because if you listen to music, it's hard to, to listen to maybe mm. the, God give you an, an inspirational idea. Yeah. Yeah. I, the one thing that I find when we talk about this kind of redefining success is so many times I find that business owners are looking for business answers in business solutions. And when we think about God and his kingdom, he doesn't know, you know, first we've got to create the space to even listen. And which is, I love what you're talking about, but many times he speaks to us outside of the business environment. And if we're not yes. creating the environment to listen, we can't even hear him. Absolutely. You know, we got to be the, the, the scripture of the Bible says, you know, be still, Mm. And know that I'm God. And so I've noticed that that's, that's one of my weaknesses is not being still yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a perpetual movement. And so always moving, doing, you know, I always thought I had to, again, my definition for success used to be achieve, succeed and, and accomplish. That was what I always thought it was. I had to be doing something. Always had to be doing something. You can ask my wife, she's like, can you sit and relax on the beach for a little bit here? <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah. I was like, where are the mountains? Oh, I, I want to go for a hike. Well, can we just like sit and relax on the porch <laughs> and look at the mountains? Like, no, I just want to go walk on the mountains. So I always want to move, 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 do. And but I, I thought that was success is achieving something. That was mm. a big part of what I thought it was. And then I learned later in life, it's like, you know, I need, I can be still, it's called quality time. Mm. And, you know, there's a great book, The Five Love Languages. And yeah, um, my wife's love language is quality time. I didn't, I couldn't relate to that, you know, earlier in life, in my twenties, I was to do something to paint something and fix something. And it was like, uh, she's like, well, that's not quality time. <laughs> thought, sure it is. And I wanted, you know, I wanted to accomplish something and that made me feel successful. Yeah. But being still, like you said, and listening is a, a great time to, to sharpen your saw mm. and spiritually and mentally. And, oh, by the way, physically, you're sharpening your saw because you're doing something physical. 
Yeah. And it could be, um, you know, one thing I do also is I'll do an indoor spin on my bike. You know, when you're outdoor biking, it's a little bit harder. You're thinking about traffic or, yeah. you know, things that are happening and you have to be you know, aware quicker for traffic and cars and things. So it's a little bit harder. I find it much easier to do when I'm, I'm running mm-hmm. or walking, of course. You know, walking is a great exercise for people and um, great quality time with God. And because you don't have to think about <laughs> what you're doing. But one, one thing I do is uh, I'll do an indoor spin on my bike. I'll even take like my race bike and set up, up like an indoor trainer. Yep. Some yep. people have, you know, Peloton or different devices like that. And so you can sit there and you can really focus on, you know, listening um, to God for ideas or uh, talking to him and having a conversation mm. like you would with a dad standing there. Love it. And I found that to be an inspirational time too. Some. I'm, I'm on my bike, um, be able to focus. And yeah, it's been a great quality time on my indoor trainer as well. So yeah, those are some other great ideas of, of how to do it and being still. I'm not kind of really being still, but sure. my mind is being still. That's no it. work, no emails, no text, no music, no phone calls. You shut it all out, shut the noise out. And then you can you can hear some quality thoughts, and um, and then well, and it's one of the things I find again for a lot of business owners is like I don't have time to be fit. It's like if you want a successful business, and I think what I hear you saying is you don't have time not to be fit because it is if you'll use it right, it is a quiet moment. It is a moment yes. to create space for yourself that otherwise wouldn't exist. And you're kind of like you said, Absolutely. killing two birds with one stone. Yeah, before I got into uh, doing the Ironman and uh, triathlon uh, events. I would just, I would just work, you know, till eight mm. o'clock and then come home at, you know, after I leave at eight, leave the office at eight o'clock, getting home, kids getting ready to almost, you know, go to bed. I wasn't, I wasn't, that wasn't my best, my, my best years, <laughs> Eric. <laughs> and uh, one, one thing that ooh, hit me in the heart was um, one day my wife came over with the two boys and they come visit me at the office. Cause since I was over there all the time, they wanted to see me. They had to come see me at the office. And she drove up and my little one, Cody, maybe he was four or five years old at the time. They pulled up from the building and Cody said, look, daddy's house. Oh, oh, Oh. can you believe that? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I was like, you gotta be kidding me. Mm. And that again, that was before I got really into the um, doing more fitness and uh, that hit me like a ton of bricks, needless to say. And then, um, so the good thing about fitness is what it can do for you. It can get you away from your desk, away from the office, because maybe some people that are listening yeah. um, also have the same problem that I had is getting away from the emails and just doing one more email, one more <laughs> document, reading one more, you know. So it's it's really hard to break away sometimes when you're so driven to accomplish and achieve and make more money, which was my definition of success, you know, yeah. earlier on in years. Yeah. And, but you know what fitness did for me? It broke me away from my computer. Mm. And one more, I'll give you a, another little tip uh, for the listeners that they, they might want something, an idea of how to implement this. I'm all about how to. Yeah. So one way to do this is you have a group that you have to meet. So I, I have a, a swim group that I meet at six o'clock every Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, 
that I have to meet over at the pool. So yeah. I have to leave my house. Uh, I work from home now. Thank you, God, for that. And so it's, uh, but in the past, I would have to leave my office at 530 to mm -hmm. be able to get to uh, a six o'clock workout. And in the past, it was like, there's no way. Are you kidding me? Yeah. No, I need to be working 60 hours a week, you know, uh, every week to accomplish what I, my goals and dreams. And, and I was working harder, not working smarter. So now, so a, a tip is have a group that you have to meet, you know, mm. maybe just one person or a group. So I have a swim group. And then yeah. on Tuesday nights at six, I have a running group. So I have to meet this running group. So well, that takes care of Monday through Thursday. And then Friday night, you know, we always have to, uh, a tip for a good marriage, uh, date night once Absolutely. a week. Date night once a week. And so that's really important. Did, didn't do that earlier on. You know, I was busy working. And then, uh, but now we do that. So on, on Friday, it's like, well, I got to be home for six because we have date night. And so, oh, that knocks out Monday through Friday. There you go. You got something going on. And then my biking, you know, I do Saturday, Sunday. And um, and also like during the week, maybe like at lunch, I'll yeah. do like a um, Monday, Friday, like lunch, a kind of indoor spin kind of thing. And so, but meeting a group will force you to, to mm. set aside the work and get you to have a balance of, um, you know, spirit, mind, body, you know, we're, a, we're a three person and mm. one, right. We're three and one. So spirit, mind, body, and we have to work on all three each day to accomplish your fullness of mm. what God's plan is for you. That's beautifully said. Beautifully said. Barry, I, I know we wanted to talk a little bit more about business, but I feel like God had something more specific in mind today. And I appreciate you being willing to go on this conversation with me because it enriched me. I hope it enriches our listeners. Is there anything I didn't get to ask you about that you were hoping I would? Or you, anything you want to say before we kind of finish the show? Man, you know, it's, I had a the business story and the finance story is an amazing story to sell. So, Maybe one day we can do that again. I, we need um, to. Absolutely. We can do that. But I have amazing stories of losing everything. And so to sum it up, you know, I was a uh, below average uh, student in, in, in high school and C's at best. And that's only because I got an A in band and, and PE. So, <laughs> <laughs> and a college dropout. And then uh, started my own business when I was 25 with no money, no education, no experience. And uh, so I had $3,000, borrowed 7000 so it started with $10,000 and in 10 years, built it to $10 million. Mm. Amazing story. Lots of ups and downs. And uh, during Hurricane Katrina, lost everything in the business. Had to restart from scratch. Just an amazing story that maybe I can share one day in detail. But, you know, God was faithful is what I want to share. Through all that, God was faithful through all my ups and downs. Without my faith in God, I couldn't have made it through yeah. the difficulties it probably even my marriage wouldn't have made it. And my, uh, I would have gave up my fitness. I would have gave up on my business, but God restored everything that we lost uh, numerous times. And, and, uh, we had an audiovisual business and for 20 years, and then I, I sold it after uh, uh, 20 years and then kind of all with some other things, some real estate and some investments. And, and uh, now we, um, I'm a part owner and premier event management, as you said, where we put on about 20 running events, cycling events, triathlon events, uh, across the United States. And so that's what I do most of my time in now. And so, um, but yeah, the story of the audiovisual company that I started when I was 25 and then sold it when I was uh, 44 is an amazing story, amazing journey that 
maybe I can share it another time. Yeah, no, we're definitely going to have to have you back on because we need to do that. But I appreciate, again, like I said, I appreciate you because this is the first time we've really talked about fitness and the way that it that incorporates into redefining success. So this has been a very, it's been very special for me to be able to kind of ask you those questions today. So I appreciate you letting me take you on that portion of the journey. Um, do you, is there any way people kind of want to follow the things that you're doing or keep up with you? What What's the best way if my audience wanted to do that? What's, what's the, well, best, the best way, way probably is um, Facebook or Instagram. And I don't have a, a website for my fitness stuff because it's, you know, I did get certified as a, a coach for a triathlon coach and, but I'm not coaching right now because I'm running the business. Yeah. And so I'm um, not doing that at the moment. So I guess the best way is, you know, Barry Edwards, on Instagram or Facebook and uh, follow me there. And I post more of the fitness things on Instagram and my races. And, and as I said, next uh, in a week and a half, I'm doing the Ironman 70.3 world championship. And that's gonna be very exciting. And yeah. um, having faith, God's giving me the strength to do my very best. And just recently I did uh, Memphis and uh, I was second in age group there and uh, like a four hour, 42 minute kind of thing. Wow. The guy beat me by a minute, but it was a great, uh, just a great, outing and just great time with the Lord there. And the, and then we did a uh, Boulder back in uh, August. And then we did a few other races, New York city triathlon and the escape from Alcatraz in San Francisco, California. So it's a fun journey to uh, post all those things on, on Instagram. And that's, uh, I guess the best way to follow all the journey. Absolutely. So definitely go look up Barry on Instagram. Barry into the show. Last question is always the same. In three generations, what do you hope your great grandchildren remember about you? And most important, I want to say, wow, he was a great man of faith mm. and determination, and had an incredible relationship with with God, and was uh, an incredible giver, and spent quality time with the family, and. Uh, left a, a great legacy to us for us to follow. He was a pioneer, forged away mm. with, with when all seemed when he didn't have the, the natural the things that the the world would define as a successful person, and he achieved um, great things without the world's definition of success, but in what God defines as success. Mm. Beautifully said. Beautifully said. Barry, I'm sad that we've run out of time, but again, we are going to have to do this again. Thank you so much for joining me today. Uh, it's a pleasure, Eric. So thank you so much, audience for being and friends, for being here. Uh, we will begin with you next time. God bless you. Have a fantastic day. Eric L. Dunavit here. Thank you so much for joining us for Redefining Success, the Kingdom Builder Spotlight. If you're a business owner or a family who is actively redefining success or have thoughts on kingdom impact or generational prosperity, and you would like to be a guest on the show, then I invite you to apply. Visit www.ericldunavit.com dot com slash podcast slash apply. Also, if you enjoyed today's episode, I would love for you to share that either through text or social media. Take a screenshot of the show and share that and share what you learned 
if you know anyone that should be a guest on our show. We would also love for you to connect us to them. The best way to do that is to use hashtag redefining success. I love to read your thoughts and shares on social media. And we also are honored just to get any recommendations of people that you think we should be interviewing on the show. We are constantly adding new content, adding new podcasts. So first and foremost, I'm going to recommend that you subscribe so that you don't miss a thing. Also, you, all of your likes, your reviews, your shares, all of that makes a big difference to the show. So if you'll include those when you can, we definitely appreciate it. If you'd like to get in touch with me, visit www.ericl360.com and all of my connections to social and other ways to get in touch with me are there. This is Eric L. Donovan, the Mindset Disruption Strategist, signing off. Until next time.